Welcome to Decades From Home, a podcast about Germany. I'm Nick Houghton of 40percentgerman.com and this week I'm all alone in the podcast cave. I don't even have producer Simon here to keep me company. I'm afraid Dilly is sick this week. We had no idea at the time, but apparently that discussion on homemade cold remedies we had, I think, last episode has become incredibly relevant. I'm sure, like me, you'll all wish Dilly a speedy recovery. I do hope you have some kind of king coconut knocking around the house. Uh, That should hopefully aid you in getting a little bit better. So get well soon, Dilly. Good to best around. Luckily, we prepared for this very situation. Instead of the normal show, we have something a little bit special for you all. One final podcast conversation with former co-host and listener favourite, Simon Maddox. As regular listeners will know, Simon decided to leave Decades From Home after we completed our 100th episode. But he did promise to return for one final ep. That was meant to be last week on episode 104, but unluckily for us, Simon was sick and couldn't make it. This week, though, he was fit as a fiddle, and we took the opportunity to discuss the last couple of years and Simon's favourite episodes and some other things besides. So, without further ado, here for your listener enjoyment is Simon Maddox, exit interview number one. Enjoy. Wait there, listener. Who's that figure on the horizon with a fine selection of hats and a beard for days? By God, it's Simon Maddox. Yes, listener, he's back (laughs) for one last job. And this time, it's personal. I guess it's always personal, isn't it, Simon? How are you doing, mate? Highly, highly personal. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. Although you might be able to see the beard for days has been heavily cut back. Oh, it has, hasn't it? I'm at a very formal 25 millimeters today so that's uh that's a mini beard by my standards is that because of a mistake or is that intention <laughs> it, it was intentional i mean yeah without going into too much detail I, I you you know about this i've told you both but i had a sort of an allergic reaction mm. and i end up with just my jawline was involved and i was I, one night i was like this beard is is, is upsetting me mm-hmm. for the first time in years so i was like, i'm just gonna trim it down apply oils and ointments and and ease my my pain and so here i am with the third variant of my covid beard uh, we'll see how this one goes it's the third kit yeah he's just he just thinks it's we're like made of money die hard three. <laughs> he thinks we're made of money he's got his own third beard yeah um, but yeah, it's looking good, man. It's looking good. Well, obviously, this is uh, this is the last hurrah, right? For a while, possibly, unless we can convince you to come back periodically through the, through twenty twenty three. I'm going to use uh, I don't know a, a trail of sweets to the podcast cave. Um, but um, I thought the classic German trail. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've read Grimm's fairy tales. I know how it works. I thought we, we could at least have a chat about like the end. I've I've marked this up as the end of decades for home phase one but i'm not sure if it was a phase one but the first hundred episodes um i thought we could maybe reminisce a bit about the the last two years of podcasting and maybe uh, quiz you a little bit to see whether you remember what we did in the first episode because for the life of me i can't remember <laughs> this is it the, the last hurrah is going to be showing people how dodgy my memory is this is this is nice i think we were great that's all i remember <laughs> So, so yeah, so you, you made the announcement about a month ago 
And of course, I think you told us a couple of weeks beforehand, and, and we'd had some discussions. I mean, I, I won't deny that I was I was a bit shocked, um, but actually, when I thought back about it, I remembered that we'd had conversations about like, well, let's get to episode 100. It seems like a good marker. We'll have a think about what we do next. So hmm. I feel like immensely proud that we got to 100 episodes. Um, how do you feel about the sort of first 100 episodes? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an incredible number, and I think when we started. I think if we'd been honest with ourselves, we probably wouldn't have expected to hit triple digits. I mean, yeah, my decision was pretty abrupt. We had spoken about it very, very loosely. But yeah, when I made my decision, first of all, I'm yeah, I'm hugely appreciative of how understanding you were of my choice. Uh, you didn't try and like force me to do something I didn't want to do you didn't try and like bring me back from my decision and I mean initially I, I kind of had in my head okay I'll do 10 more episodes to sort of do a transition period because I I didn't want to to leave the show in the lurch mm. um, with you like struggling to think like hey what what is plan b because we've only ever had plan a and I was really surprised when you were just like okay well, this is, yeah, I th- you can just do it this way. Uh, and yeah, it was it was very helpful for me. I mean, obviously in the announcement, I talked about how it is, my reasons are uh, mental health. Mm. And you and I have had candid conversations here on the podcast about that stuff. Um, but of course, in private, we've had more. Mm. Um, and you do have a very good idea of yeah. where I've been, where I'm at, and... Yeah, it means a lot to me that you were so understanding. And I'm thrilled that the show's continuing without me. Uh, I would have been really, really sad if no plan B had been devised. That's not like I was really prepared, but you know what it's like, man. You know what we're like as well. Like, I mean, I think you'd, you'd said some key things. The key thing was the mental health thing. And it's like when it's a mental health thing, like it makes more sense if you just drop it like it's hot if you need to take a step back phasing it out isn't really i don't know how that works in the context of mental health i don't think necessarily phasing it out like what what is good for the podcast can't be bad for you as it were right like so that was that was key but mm. at the same time man like i know i know yet and also you, you communicate in a very forthright way which is i think part of the reason why the podcast got to 100 episodes the way we sort of speak to each other but when like i know when you make a decision it's a decision right like it's one of the things i really like about you is the fact that that there has to be a fucking good reason for you not to do something if you've said you're going to do it and it was so obvious man the the, how you were feeling you were so like forthright with how where you were where your headspace was but also you were open to the idea of, of continuing it if needs be but like man like it's sad but at the same time it's um it just felt like right even in the sadness even in the kind of the moment of like oh god what do we do now ultimately it was it's i knew it was the it was right for you to do that and it had to go that way so yeah it's tricky but i mean that's what you do for your mates right (laughs) that's kind of i'd I'd expect you to do the same for me if it had been the other the shoe was on the other foot right yeah, naturally, I might have been like, oh, I can't come up with a plan B, though. Uh, I'm less less agile on my feet when it comes to these kinds of things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with, with the fact that it goes on. And 
obviously Delhi is co-hosting now and I think that's that's a really great choice obviously she's been a great guest every time she's been on with when when I was around and yeah there's all sorts of east versus west schlan sams <laughs> uh, that can be done uh, cool avenues to to go down so yeah I think it's it's a good move I th- it's like anything it's like when you watch certain tv shows you know like the, there is a point where change needs to sort of happen and that usually happens after a, we don't have seasons right but i guess if we were doing seasons if it was 10 episodes per season we, we've done a lot of seasons right that's a lot of a lot of yeah. records you were asking actually funnily enough about spotify wrapped in 2022 according to spotify wrapped uh, we have created 2663 minutes of new content Get this though, mm-hmm. that's more than ninety-eight percent of other creators in society and culture. What? Yeah, like we've created a lot of stuff, a lot of content this <laughs> year. It's wild, isn't it? Like we're in the the second percentile or something like that for for creation of content. And like oh it says everything about like when we do it every week, and I think that's part of the thing that I think what 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 I really appreciated was how heartfelt the listeners were about the announcement and about when you said goodbye on Twitter, I was really touched by how many listeners reached out, how everyone appreciated the effort that goes in. Cause we never really, you don't really get that kind of communication directly all the time. Occasional mm. thank yous and stuff like that. Oh, this is great. I'm really glad you did that. But yeah, we, we made a lot of, a lot of um, episodes and we did a lot of work and that doesn't even include 2020 uh, when we started. So yeah it was wild and it was wild to see how many people appreciated what we've done and and especially what you've done and i thought like that's a really nice thing it's a really nice thing that people were so appreciative it was one of the most popular posts over the last year has been that one where you you shared how you felt and everybody sort of said how much they, they they missed you and even last week before i posted one of the listeners tweeted me and said oh is this one that simon's on and i said oh no he's, he's off sick he's not able to come on I'm like oh <laughs> it's like nice it's really nice it's a nice thing so yeah yeah it, it was hugely hugely meaningful mm. to me obviously there's a lot of people through running the account on the twitter from pretty much the beginning there's a lot of names that i knew and a lot of profiles that interacted with us every week there were people we interacted with just because the relationship had developed. People all over Germany, people in Austria, and it was like it meant a huge amount to have people being so kind, so understanding, so supportive, and to not have anyone being like, yay, thank fuck he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is where the good stuff starts now. Like, it was It was really, really touching. Like I was in a sort of a difficult headspace. Like I'd made this decision that I knew was going to have ramifications and going to be challenging for the show for you guys. And I was, yeah, I was utterly touched. So to all your listeners who reached out uh, on those posts, like thank you. It, it really does. It meant a huge amount. It means a huge amount to me. And for any listener that's thought, oh, where's Simon? Like, thank you for recognising that I'm not not speaking anymore. That's also really nice that, yeah, it's tricky as, as a host of a podcast. Like, it's kind of a one-sided relationship because you only get to meet a few people who really interact mm-hmm. through Twitter. And, 
like yeah those are it's really cool it's, it's fuel uh for podcasting but i know there's a lot of other people who have just sort of sat there quietly in their kitchens in their living rooms just having us keep them company through lockdowns through bouts of covid through a difficult few years and like it's it's, it's really nice to to know uh, and to hear back from some of those people that that it was not just us speaking at each other mm. over video chats <laughs> and creating these scripts for no, for no particular reason so yeah thank you everyone it's really it was really really lovely yeah well less of this emotion because you're gonna make me cry so uh, let's <laughs> do you have any uh any any standout moments over the last two years is that i think there's one episode i know that you are immensely proud of in particular i'm sure there's one episode that i, I definitely think about that i know that you probably loved recording um and that was the the derek ray episode uh, yeah I, yeah i think about derek ray a lot and <laughs> um like I was playing FIFA the other day. I had my brother over to visit, play FIFA, and Derek was there. And I've watched a fair amount of the World Cup. And um, to sort of to do my own little boycott of guitar, I've tried to illegally stream as much as possible <laughs> <laughs> with Fox uh, and have Derek raise voice. Uh, I got a VPN. You can't catch me. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so that was like such a coup that we managed to get like a, a proper like sporting personality, someone with a massive Twitter following, like people know Derek Ray and he was just such a sweetheart. He was great. Well. It was really it was, you know, how much time was, how oh. open he was, how like he was just like we asked mm. him and he would just he was so like open to just doing anything and it was like, yeah. Yeah, but I just remember how made up you were when I told you that we were gonna get oh. him on. <laughs> That was so good. Yeah, that's definitely the 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 high point. Yeah, yeah. Or like, unless we got Jude Bellingham, uh, <laughs> we weren't really ever going to get someone in footballing world who was going to be more relevant. Yeah. To the show, and um, because it wasn't obviously, we have a lot of listeners that apparently speed us up when we talk about football, uh, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> and so to have someone who could not only like fuel our football desires mm. but he also like really communicated how he loved german culture mm-hmm. german football everything german and yeah we learned things yeah. uh nick trotz uh was his favorite german <laughs> word and every time i hear it i think of Derek. Yeah. and the the other moment which we we did way before Derek, that i'm i'm still very proud of was the skit we did for uh kebab house where i did my finest acting <laughs> Uh, I think where I did my Danny Dyer voice yeah. and we did a really nice little edit or you did the really nice edit um, where it sounded like I was in a kebab house. You were narrating like David Attenborough. And for me, it was a really like, it was a really concise, funny and lighthearted like skit. Yeah. And like, yeah, it wasn't natural podcasting stuff, but I was, yeah. Whenever I hear that, I'm like, that was, that was us firing off full cylinders and really creating something that, a lot of podcasts wouldn't think to do. Uh, so that's another moment that was really cool. I love doing those skits and I love doing them. And it, the only problem, it became like a, a sort of millstone around the neck because we kept doing them and they kept working. And they kept. And I think ultimately, there's probably a lot of listeners who've listened to the entire podcast who have no idea that so, like, some of the early episodes have like a whole like 
sketch almost at the end of after the credits and mm. we did that we did that for about 20 30 episodes and eventually it just became impossible to do because partially because we ran out of ideas and partly because it took so long to edit <laughs> and it we were doing so much work it's something i'd love to go back to if i had time but but yeah i mean we packed a lot of content in there Anytime we did Future Nick, that made me so happy. I love mm-hmm. doing Future Nick. But, uh, and it was just like sort of surreal and weird. But there's not so many chances to, to, to do that so much, which is a shame. But it was very enjoyable. Kebabs for lunch as well. We did food with some success as well, because of course, we can't do this without talking about the fact that, that you have basically started a cheesy stolen cult. <laughs> and there are people all over this good nation who have tried this and not only tried it, they've actually gone online and said how good it is. And there's been experimentation. There's been like discussion about the merits of individual cheeses and how best to do types of stolen people from Dresden have been very upset about it. It's really, really fantastic that just, it was a Christmas episode idea that you came up with and like a, a very weird record of you <laughs> putting cheese on Stalin. And now, over a year later, there are there are people from all over the world that have yeah, tried this now. Yeah. That is a, a massive legacy. Well, I think it's a we, man. Like, it's not me. I think it's something that we both thought was funny as fuck. And we both, like, bought into early doors. Because we were both talking about it a lot. And I think you... Did you try it? I'm sure you must have tried it at some point. But Yeah, I've tried it. Yeah, no, not on no. the show. I, I did it in the privacy. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. It wasn't for content. But like, honestly, it feels like <laughs> every two days for the last month and a half, I've had a, a message from someone saying, I've tried it, I've tried it. And I try and retweet everything. And I, I'm in that phase of anyone who posts a picture of stolen, I just retweet and say, put cheese on it. So that's the, the old policy that we started <laughs> last year. But I was speaking to someone online and someone who goes viral quite a lot and i messaged him and i said uh i was like oh i know i know you must have some kind of like secret source because you keep going viral and and they were like well i don't know what you're talking about you know you've created an actual meme that people are engaging with <laughs> and i said like, the first time i thought about it and i was like all right yeah maybe it's not the the greatest claim to fame but if i've managed to get several hundred people eating cheese and stolen then i feel like my my work here is done <laughs> yeah i don't think we ever imagined that it would have that that longevity not at all. that scale not at all um yeah it's a really it's a wonderful thing because it's it spreads positivity mm. as well as deliciousness like people do it because they want to be adventurous uh they want to push the boundaries a little mm. bit because germany can especially when you're a foreigner living here it can feel quite structured <laughs> so to go you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do this <laughs> damn your christmas delicacies uh, and yeah on top it's, it's a delicious treat as well the only only thing that, that annoys us about it is that more than once someone's referred to me as an expat it happened today i, I sent a mean tweet to someone who said i'm not an expat but like it is that thing of like almost like only foreigners could think of this and i'm like but it's pretty obvious. <laughs> like it's not. It's yeah. not so like. It's not some kind of bizarre concoction. I, I can make it weirder, and I intend to uh, make it weirder um, very, sh- very, very soon. But um, I'll leave that to next week's uh, content. But um, yeah, I, I, I just. I, I kind of think it's one of those things that was was never attended as a. This is a Britishism. It was like these two things clearly go together well. Um, why wouldn't you eat them together? 
that's it. It definitely comes from a place of there's no like, oh, let's just mess with the Germans. Mm. Uh, it was like this is something that that should work, mm. and by Jove, it does. It does. It's yeah, it's intercultural sharing. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> um, it's what forty percent Germans all about. Sure, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> do you actually remember the first record? Because I was racking my brains. The producer said that he'd listened to it. I haven't listened to the first record since we no, did released it. To it. Since we did it. Um, but I remember where we were when we did the first episode. Well, I don't even remember that. Where were we? I was, well, you, you, you were exactly where you're sitting now, pretty much. And I was in that um, little office in the old house, in that tiny little okay. cupboard-like office. And I remember, I remember editing it and thinking, like, I think this is quite good, but I have no, like... Like I, I think it's good because I like the sound of how we talk, and that was like not really a good measurement. But um, I remember not like I didn't. We like sort of released it, and then we just kept going, and we didn't really think about numbers or people who were listening to it until much later in the in the process. It was very much a like we're doing this for us, and then some point around thirty was like shit we, we're doing this for other people as well <laughs> as an audience it isn't just us speaking into microphones you know um but you have no you're the same you have no recollections of of, of what we talked about was it episode one where i talked about corny bars i think we talked about sweets i don't think it was it was it wasn't that it was the penguin bars or something like that oh yeah the penguin yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's what it we definitely talked about corny bars in the first 10 episodes because of the banana corny bars being your wife's least favourite. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've still got some in the drawer. <laughs> They're just waiting. Just to, like, if she if she pushes me the wrong way, then I'll pull out <laughs> a banana corny bar and dominate the living room with this whiffy banana Jeez, Jeez, your, your um, Christmas uh, is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Did we talk about Elon Musk in episode one? Like, we talked about him quite a lot, and that's now... Something I that's one of the few regrets I have in, in terms of yeah, content. we didn't take Elon Musk we, down, we gave him quite a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I even sang a song about him, uh, that I hope everyone knows is very ironic. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we were ever we, we we didn't think very highly of him. I know that we were never no, in no, we were never positive, we were never in his corner, but still, yeah, it seems to have gone very haywire. Um, um yeah, uh, but it, it turns out that people of San Francisco hate him too, so that's positive. Uh, well, I mean, we, at least we didn't talk about how much Kanye West and how much we like Hitler. Uh, that would have been that would have been a challenging that, that edit. Been, that would have been a challenging edit and the end of the podcast. Um, yeah. Well, this is it. I'm coming for my final one, and for the first time, I mentioned Hitler. <laughs> yeah, no, so. It's your last <laughs> your, 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 your last appearance for a while, and my God, he's gonna he's gonna again blacklisted. He's he's, 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 he's he's pulling out everything out of the bag now, leaving everything on the field. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So the last thing I want to do is um, it's typical when a, uh, an employee leaves a company for there to be some kind of exit interview. And although you were never an employee of the company... I was about to say, that, that, that may sound like salary is due. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, shit. Um, I've got, got some cheese in Stalin <laughs> left over from last year in okay, the drawer. Okay, um, So I thought I'd ask you some exit interview questions and see what you can come up with for that. So the first question is, what was the best part of your job here? I mean, there are two things that were really, really excellent. I mean, one was that we, you and I, have spent a lot more time together than we would have done if it hadn't been for this podcast. Like, we would have seen each other every now and again. We would have texted with some regularity. But since we started this, every week we've been in touch. We know what's going on with each other's lives. Like, And through lockdown and you moving, 
uh, to a different city. Like it's it's kept us extremely close, and I, I think as well probably kept you in touch with the community in Nuremberg a mm-hmm. little bit more than maybe would have mm-hmm. happened elsewhere. So I, I think that's definitely number one that we got to spend a lot of time together. And two was like building something that's ended up as like a little community um, for people who who are looking to like find something familiar in a place that can feel quite foreign and challenging at times if you're not from here. Yeah. Obviously, we've got plenty of German listeners who have enjoyed hearing what two British boys living in Bavaria make of their home country. But I think to know, like we've had messages from people saying that listening to us has been helpful, important, mm-hmm. meaningful. Like we've helped people through some difficult times and that's that's huge. And I don't think either of us really consider that when we started this journey. Not at all, that, no. That it would be important to anyone mm-hmm. apart from ourselves. And we've done quality beyond our means realistically as well. And of course that means I also have to definitely shout out to our producer, Simon, who's joined us a fair while ago and we didn't really, there was no fanfare, there were no accolades handed out to him, but he's he's really made the show like if you listen to other podcasts of like our background, oh, we sound great. We sound really, really. I good. feel so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot down to to, to to Simon's work. You can see he's getting all coy and shy. He's he's, he's practically in the corner of the screen now. Is that a tear? Yeah, I think that's a, it's a tear. He's, it's he's, a tear. He's, he's, Gently rolling. Yeah, okay, a single single tear. But yeah, I think I think we did we did bloody well on our Todd for a very long time. But mm. things really shifted gears when 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 Simon. Uh, joined us and it, and it it felt like like an extra level of collaboration but yeah there's a lot to uh there's a lot to love about it um next question do you have any suggestions for improving employee morale <laughs> a canteen would be nice like <laughs> curry verse friday like, that would help oh, right, yeah. that would, would really be how good. would i get it to you am i posting the curry verse? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll take Raver vouchers. It's, it's <laughs> got one of those microwave ones. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. My morale was was only affected by my own mental health. <laughs> Fair <laughs> you, enough. You, you guys never did anything wrong. Um, it was always a pleasure to be part of this team. Yeah. And yeah, listener, if you have a Twitter account, post the decades. Tell them how great they are. Like, that helps. It really um, does. That's one thing that boosts morale for sure getting a nice message or a comment, uh, a share, a like, uh, a retweet, all those things, like they can feel kind of meaningless because you think, oh, it's just, it's a podcast. But there are literally three people mm-hmm. <laughs> behind that podcast uh, and they all love having a little at a boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, those are all great for employee morale for sure. And finally, would you recommend working at our company to a friend? Why or why not? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would, but the only the the downsides and the why not um, is, and I've really really enjoyed this is to be like an active member of a podcast like this. You have to read the news every day, mm. or like be heavily involved, and that normally also means dipping into social media. Mm. And since leaving, I've not been on Twitter, mm-hmm. and that has been joyous. I've had to lose the muscle memory, like my. When I open my phone, I still like go to open the Twitter app. It's not there anymore. 
Really? And when I'm just killing time, like my instinct still is to like, oh, I'll just go on Twitter. And just seeing via the news what's happening on Twitter, like I'm so I'm so happy I'm not involved uh, in any of that stuff happening today. Uh, so that would be a why not. The news today and social media is a horrific place to exist. Uh, and I've told you many times that I respect you so much for your unwavering engagement on that platform because it is a hellscape. Oh. My, my, my horrific addiction that I've turned into a personality. <laughs> well, I mean, I did two years and I, I struggled to get off it, so I don't know what would happen if you had to quit Twitter. Oh, well, um, yeah, I'd, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> you get in the cold sweats. Just oh, yeah, jeez, man. I'm, like, I'm beginning to worry. Um, yeah, don't freak <laughs> me out like that. <laughs> yeah yeah i can get that it's the reading the news i think that does it i think you have to you you go through all these different articles and not all of them are positive so yeah that can be tough but we always tried our best to to find something that was positive like mm-hmm. i don't think we did that we did a couple of episodes that were downers because mm-hmm. they were important and we kind of had to talk about them but by and large i i like to think that it was quite a fun place to be as a listener listen mm-hmm. to our, our content. We were always a little silly, <laughs> uh, a little bit of a sideways look at things um, because, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't do COVID every week. Oh, God, um, no. I don't uh, think we mentioned COVID for about, until the pandemic was, like, tailing out. Is that when we started When we had talking? it, we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. But up until that, we, like, never really mentioned it. But, yeah, uh, which is pretty impressive for a, a podcast that was birthed out of the uh, pandemic as a whole. Um, oh, well then, mate. That was that. Um, all I can say is it's been it's been a fucking pleasure for the last two years. Like you said, it's been enjoyable getting to speak to you every week. I'm in the process of working out how I can we can replicate that without having to record a podcast every week. Um, <laughs> but we'll work. Out, I'm sure we'll work out something. But it's honestly been a genuine pleasure. It's been one of the best things that I think I've ever done, and I'm glad I got to do that thing with you and it's yeah i'm sad that you're leaving but i do hope we'll be able to uh, pull you back in once or twice through 2023 yeah uh, I, 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 i'm i'm not i'm not saying no to an occasional oh, guest appearance that's for sure but let's um, let's let's wait till august right <laughs> but yeah it's, it's been it's been real uh and yeah thank you for all your incredible dedication hard work and uh yeah, I love you, man. Thank you very much. I love you too, dude. Yeah, take it easy. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Service, Lloyd, that brings us to the end of the show. We're going over to Simon's house to give him a big bloody hug. I'm not crying. You're crying. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not give us a rating on iTunes, which only takes a minute and can really help us. We're also asking listeners to consider giving us some lovely Spotify stars. So far, we've managed to get 38. Let's see if we could break 40 before Christmas. Only you can do it, listeners. Retweet us, share a link or post with the hashtag Decades From Home, all lowercase, on Twitter or Instagram. You can also support the podcast by going to ko-fi.com slash Decades From Home and contributing to help keep this boat afloat. As ever, if you have any questions, feedback, or maybe an article or topic you'd like us to cover, you can tweet Dilly on at Dilly Algama, and you can tweet me at 40% German. You can also get us on decadesfromhome at gmail.com. If you have time, take a look at 40%german.com. Weekly articles are up every Saturday. All that's left to say is thanks, and bis zum nächsten Mal. Tschüss.